Hi, my name is Tiffany, the founder of Made by Her, an online platform created to support and empower women artists. And this is the Made by Her podcast. The Made by Her community is a group of women artists, artisans, creatives, savvy businesswomen, moms, daughters, aunts, and sisters all coming together to support, strengthen, and inspire one another. Think of this as a no kids girls coffee date to collaborate over life, art, business, and to share our recipes for success along the way. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Made by Her podcast. Today I want to talk with you about a favorite topic of mine, selling online. Now, I know a lot of you love to go to markets and they, you know, you love the person to person, face to face interactions. And I'll admit, there is something truly, truly magical about that. I love going to little markets around us. Um, and I love the ones in particular. I live in Southern California. So some of the markets sometimes can be a little more, um, I wouldn't really call it artisan quality, but it really is more handmade. For example, printing stickers and putting it on like a tumbler cup. I don't really consider that to it. it it's handmade. That's I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, but for more, like I really love the the markets that are more artisan quality, where you know there's like stained glass or woodworking, or painting, or ceramics, or something like that. Um, We actually have one here that actually inspired the whole creation of the Made by Her platform, and it's called the Sawdust Festival, and it's really cool. They put it on like twice a year, and it's basically like this whole immersive event where it's located in like a really hidden canyony area and um like the whole venue is basically set up there the whole year round um but they only have two shows there a year and there's like sawdust all over the ground there's really like these beautiful tall mature trees and there's like lights that go you know hanging in the trees and then each booth is actually made i think they like build the booths for every event like they don't just sit there they actually rebuild them every time and they're made out of wood and there's just something really like rustic and whimsical about it that is just you can't imitate that online but i do also believe that People from other parts of the country or other parts of the world who maybe don't have something similar to that, they still deserve to have access to the things that are made that are presented there. So there's a lot of reasons that I think artists selling online is just necessary. Um, So I'm going to talk a little bit about that today. Now, there's going to be reasons on both sides of this for why an artist should sell online. One side is the customer's point of view. If you sell online, then you can increase your customer base immensely. I've talked with a lot of artists who live in areas where the income might not be very high. And while they make incredible work, the market they're trying to sell to is just not their ideal audience. There are people all around the country and the world who love shopping handmade, but sometimes they get bored with the same people that live locally and they want to be able to see new things that are being made somewhere else. 
So for the customer's sake, it'd also be great if you made your work available online. Now, the other side of things, selling online can be really beneficial to you too. The next few reasons I'm going to share, and then later I'll get into the how behind all of this, but are they're all benefits of having a job where you can work from home. I say this all the time to artists, especially those that maybe just discovered or rediscovered their artistic talent after they started staying home with their kids. You don't have to simply say, oh, I'm a stay-at-home mom who also likes to make XYZ in my spare time. You should say something like, I'm an artist, so I get to work from home and watch my kids at the same time. The more you say it out loud that you're not just hobbying, you're actually creating something that brings in an income for your family. The more you say this, the more you will take yourself seriously, and ultimately it will make other people take you more seriously as well. And if you're still in the discovery hobby stage, then you can still keep this in mind for your future because you will get there one day if it's really something that you're passionate about. So I don't know about you, but my ultimate heaven is being able to work at home so I can still be there to watch my kids grow up. If you're a parent, you know kids grow up so fast and little moments slip by like sand in your fingers at the beach. Um, I just, it's crazy how fast things go. And I want to be there for as many of those little first things, first steps, first words. Oh my gosh, my daughter right now is has just started saying I love you and it totally melts my heart. Um it like I want to be there for every single moment that she says it and even like hearing her say it to her brother and like seeing them I don't know if if any of you follow me on Instagram I'll post videos because like we go pick up my son from school every day and we wait across the street and as he's walking he's going through the crosswalk and he's like walking up this pathway to where we're sitting she will like run to him and they will just give each other the biggest hug in the world and it's just like I want to be there to see all of those little moments and then sometimes we'll get home and he'll be doing his homework on the couch and she'll say me go sit with him and so I said yep you can go sit with him and I'll watch her like climb up next to him and nuzzle in and like with her little book and even the other day she sat down next to him and she I love you Tyler And it just like, I want to be there for all of those moments as much as I can. Um, And, you know, there's definitely times where I've had my mom watch my kids or, you know, I'm doing something and my husband's watching them and then they'll tell me stories of like, oh, this is what happened today. But like, it makes me sad sometimes when something happens and I'm not there. So I just, I really love being home with my kiddos if that's a possibility Um, I've definitely had times when I can't be home with my kids and it, sometimes it just is what it is. But if you have those creative skills and you know, they're good enough to be something that lots of people would enjoy them, it's so worth it to try and at least explore that path because if this is a dream of yours, your dream is there for a reason. So you got to at least try it. Um, working from home and selling online also gives you so much flexibility. Now, like I said, I know some of you who might have a full-time job and you're trying to sell your art as like a side hustle thing. 
Um, this would also be in comparison to like, if you are working all week and then, you know, you don't have anywhere to sell your stuff except for going to like an in-person market on the weekend, girl, you are going to be busy every single day of the week because you're going to work Monday through Friday. And then you're going to stay up super late Friday, trying to get ready for the market on Saturday. And then Sunday, like one day is not enough to recover from that. It's just not. And still like be fully mentally functional and ready for the next week. So I know how hard that can be. And of course, there's times where you got to do what you got to do. But if you're selling online, you can have your weekends back. You can set things up to be on autopilot and you can still work your normal job, have the weekends off, and still be able to make money from your artistic work. So I don't necessarily mean only working from home, like that's it, having your art be your main career, although this can definitely apply to that, um, but it uh, applies to both situations. But it definitely, definitely increases your flexibility. As I mentioned, I'm super busy. I'm a mom. I don't, I, I don't, I personally don't like having to be in the same place every day. Um, it just, I, I wouldn't mind it, except there's always those days where somebody gets sick or, you know, there's a school performance or, you know, the teachers decide to have a random teacher work day in the middle of the week. And, you know, it's especially where we live, the daycare that's at the school fills up so fast. So we don't always have somebody to watch the kids. So I really enjoy being able to be able to switch my schedule in case I need to. And then, like I mentioned, another great reason for selling online is you don't always have to go to weekend vendor shows. I love spending weekends with my family. My husband works about 60 hours a week, sometimes more. And the few times I've signed up for weekend markets, which I really don't sign, I don't sign up for them a lot. I think last year I did too. Um, I usually feel really sad because I know I'm missing out on our family time together. Now, do I think my husband can handle watching the kids alone for the whole day? Absolutely. Do I think they're sitting there thinking the whole time, I wish my mommy was here? Probably not. <laughs> but it's something that I notice usually on Sunday night, it rolls around and one of the kids will throw a huge fit. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out like what the heck is going on. And I realize I'll ask them like, what is happening? And they'll say, I just wish that we had more family time together. Like we didn't get to spend a lot of time, all four of us. And, you know, I don't want to go back to school tomorrow. And it just wrenches my heart. So I personally don't like doing a lot of vendor events. Like I said, in the beginning, I totally recognize that the in-person experience is super important and super special. And you can't really replace that when you're selling online. You can a little bit, but it, I get that there's something special to that, but you can absolutely lower the number of shows that you need to do because there's ways that you can use those shows to get more sales online. Um, I go over this a lot in the Artisan Coaching Studio. I actually did um, a mastermind on it during the holidays last year. 
about how to take like how to basically increase your online sales by doing an in-person event so that way you know when the event's over your sales don't have to be over um it's just the show that's over so that's another reason and then the other reason for selling online from the artist's point of view is it can actually double or triple your income so if you only rely on markets to bring in your income you're totally cutting yourself short Um, like I said, I did a mastermind on this. Um, there is a shortened version in the blog, um, at madebyher.com if you want to check it out, but there are ways to totally increase your income just by doing one event or, you know, if you want to go all out and do all the events, you can still make more by having your work listed online. So, I've covered some of the reasons for why selling online would be beneficial. Um, I'll go over them real quick again, just in case. But, you know, there's just for the customer's point of view, it's great to be able to offer your product to more people around the world than just your own local space. Um, Another reason is just being able to stay home with your kiddos and your family more. Um, whether you have kids or don't, you know, just simply being with the people that you really care about instead of having to be at a show, I think is is really awesome. Um, also, just having the flexibility to not necessarily have to do a show, but you're able to have your weekends back and you're able to move things around a lot more than if, you know, you have somewhere that you need to be. You get your weekends back you get your to-do list items done. You don't, again, you're not spending eight hours sitting somewhere else waiting for people. You get to sell on your own terms and it can also increase your income as well. So let's get into the how. So the how is basically everything that I teach on in my artist and coaching studio. Um, I'll go through a couple things here and then of course, you know, check out the website when you can't So the first way that you can sell online is your own website. Simply having a website with business cards that can lead people to it can help you sell online. I mean, even if you didn't even promote it that much, but you still gave your business card out to people that you see just like at the grocery store or at Target, you know, if you make jewelry and people see that you're wearing something and say, oh, that's so cute. You're like, thanks, I make it myself. Here's my card. Um, Even that can help drum up some more business for you. So having your own website is one way. Another way, as I'm sure many of you know, online marketplaces like Etsy or Amazon, um, you do pay more in fees for these than you would with your own website, but they're also doing a lot of your marketing for you. Like their algorithms are dialed in. Some people don't like the fees, but let me tell you, especially having tried to run a marketplace myself, these companies have spent millions, if not billions of dollars on perfecting their algorithm so that your work, as long as you use the right SEO terms and keywords and all that, which again is something that I teach in my artist and coaching studio, your listings will show up in other people's search results. And that's all traffic that you would have had to drum up yourself. So if you try to do this on your own, um, your journey might just take a little bit longer. But 
you know, selling on an online marketplace like Etsy or Amazon is another way to go. Another thing that you can do is simply just have a social media account, like for example, on Instagram and sell directly through them. Some of you, I know you don't want to maybe pay for a website and you don't want to deal with all the fees from an online marketplace. Instagram has actually made it really easy to sell directly from their page. Um, I know they used to have something where like you had to link your personal website or your business website to their platform and that's how you could directly go to a listing, but now they even have a feature where you can just list your item in the post that you create and people can click on it and buy from you straight through there. So if you don't want to have your own website, you don't want to have a shop in an online marketplace, um, even just selling through Instagram is a way that you can sell online. So again, you make business cards and direct people there and you can... Um, you know, get a lot more sales that way. And then finally, there's wholesale or just like emailing boutiques to buy your stuff through wholesale. Um, there's a lot of different, or there's, you know, there's a couple sites out there that you can use. Fair is really a popular one. Or if you do like art prints or something, then Minted is really good. Now, wholesale may not work for every artist, but it can definitely work for a lot of you. So I'm actually going to be doing a mastermind on this in the artisan coaching studio, um, on February 1st, all about wholesale. So if you're listening to this afterwards, the recording will still be available to anybody who's a member, no matter when you sign up. Um, but in here, I'm going to give you a couple of examples because there really is a way, no matter what, medium you're in, um, there's still a way for you to do wholesale. So I'm going to give you a little sneak peek of this. And then, um, if you want to join me for the mastermind, I'll go into a lot more detail. So one is going to be if you're painting, so say you're an artist who likes to paint, um, you do all original works. You can either sell the, you can sell art prints, you can sell cards, you can do calendars, you can do mugs. Um, There's a lot of things that if you just get a picture of your work, you can put it on so many things and you can mass produce that and sell that at a wholesale price. Um, Or if you happen to be a ceramic artist, if you do mugs or vases or decorative plates, as long as you make something that has the same design on it that you can make a bunch of, it's still your creative one-of-a-kind work, but you just make a lot more of them. And then, you know, once you do the same design over and over, you can start doing it a lot quicker and then it makes more financial sense. Um, coasters is another thing that you can make. Wall plaques, um, things that you know won't take you as much time. Jewelry is obviously great for wholesale um, if you can make a large batch of something. Um, Accessories are also great for wholesale. Uh, If you do crochet, you can do either keychains or, again, coasters, 
maybe small little animal designs if you can make um, if you can make them quicker. Again, if you do the same design, then you can knock that out pretty quickly as opposed to if you're doing like 10 different things. Um, but if you can come up with one or two patterns, you can sell that at wholesale. Um, if you do glass work, you can make small little like sun catcher type things, uh, woodwork, anything that's small that you can make quicker. Like I used to do decorative blanket ladders and that's definitely not something that I would have done on wholesale. But again, you can do like little coaster things or you can do, um, some people have done like little wooden mosaic type things. Uh, we used to have somebody in the marketplace who did little like wooden puzzles. There's so many different things. And the key with wholesale is to be able to make something that doesn't take you a ton of time, but still shows your artistic and creative work. So you can make a big batch at once because, you, like I said, once you get into the rhythm of it, it you just make these so much faster. And then because it doesn't take you as much time as some of your one-of-a-kind pieces, it's okay that you make a little bit less money on it because it doesn't take you as much time, but you're also, you know, you're getting orders for a lot higher um, quantity than you know, just trying to sell one specific thing at a time. And then, you know, the brick and mortar store is using their marketing skills to help you sell it. So you're also not spending money and time creating content, creating, you know, trying to drum up business for yourself. You basically just have to make it and then give it to somebody else and they're going to sell it for you. It's really all about margins when it comes to wholesale um, if you don't feel like your pricing is high enough, then I recommend you, um, I actually did another mastermind on pricing specifically. Um, I also have a couple of blog posts about it. Again, just go to madebyher.com. Um, but it's, it's really all about margins for this. So if you're interested in wholesale, you'll definitely want to get your pricing, um, lined up accordingly. Cause you don't, if, if you don't even have enough, margin right now to put something on a discount, even if you wanted to, then wholesale is definitely not going to be for you. With all this said, wholesale may not be for you, at least not right now, but whether you turn your handmade items into wholesale orders or not, the theology around it can really improve your business online because when you create consistent items that you can be known for over time, it really, really improves your customer base. Um, otherwise, the tricky part when if you're an artist who really only makes one-of-a-kind things, it might work really well for an event because somebody can walk up and see everything that you make. But when you're trying to sell online, sometimes that process goes a little bit slower so if you make one-of-a-kind things and say you make jewelry and you made this one-of-a-kind ring and all this excitement gets drums up, gets drummed up for it and you know somebody sees it and they're like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. I know who would love it. And they refer it to their friend and their friend comes back and looks for it. Well, all of that excitement gets scattered in the wind when people come back and they see that it's already gone and that you don't make it anymore. So 
if you think about it that way, you want to just try and come up with at least one thing that you can consistently make that still, again, shows your creative artistic style, but you just have like this one thing that people know that you will be making over and over. Otherwise, you know, the friend comes back and they're looking for it and you'll just be sitting there saying, well, that was a one of a kind thing and I'm working on something else now. And then you just have to drum up the excitement all over again. You can still create those one of a kind things. I'm not saying to stop, of course, but you do want to have at least one consistent style. And no matter who or when somebody finds you, they can come back later and know that they'll still be able to recognize your work. And if they want to pick out the one of a kind piece to go along with it, then that's of course even better. But there's a lot of different ways to sell online. Again, I go over a lot of this in my artist and coaching studio, but some artists I feel like they think that they only can sell in person, whether it's at a gallery or at an inst- you know an in-person market. But there's so much, there's such a bigger opportunity for you if you get it online because you can get it out to more people, you can get higher prices. There's just, there's so much more opportunity. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I hope this has been helpful for you. Remember that the creative skills you have were given to you for a reason and the world needs to hear about them. So keep that in mind. Thank you again for listening to the Made by Her podcast where women creatives make the future. Hey. Can you do me a favor? If you found this episode helpful or inspiring, can you please share it either with a friend or on your social media page of choice? Sharing episodes for podcasts is the fastest way it can grow. And I want the Made by Her podcast to grow as much as it possibly can so we can help as many women artists as we possibly can. Also, if you tag me on Instagram at madebyher underscore official, I'll share it in my stories to help get you exposure for your work as well. Thanks again for listening today. Now go create a life you're absolutely crazy about. Do you want more tips and tricks on how to reach your first 50K as an artist without the stress and burnout that comes along with owning a business? Come check out my artist and coaching studio where I teach women artists just like you how to conquer social media, build and nourish an email list full of ideal clients who can't wait for your next product drop, all while sipping coffee in your studio and creating the work that inspires you. Just go to madebyher.com. That's www.madebyher.com for more information. I can't wait to work with you.